Hello and welcome to Until We Arise podcast. This season, we are talking about love. And so the title of this entire series is called Love Is. And we're going to talk about defining that just a little bit. I don't know about you, but in the early 2000s and um, late 1990s, when I was just a young adult, there was a lot of love in the air. And I remember one of the guys who had a crush on me would cut out those LA Times articles that were so cute. They were little comics that said, love is, and they would have all these adorable little cutouts that are these little cartoons that showed what love would be. And I remember that when you have a crush on someone and like you're feeling that that energy, it just flutters your heart and it starts to expand what, what love can be and relationships and all those things. And so what better than for this season, us to take it to the next level and really look at what does God say love is? Let's look into his word a little deeper and really begin to explore what love is according to his word and how it plays out in our everyday lives. My name is Rachel Caban, and I am the founder and CEO of Until We Arise. At Until We Arise, our mission is to bridge a divided people to loving community, empowering resources, and a compassionate Christ. I'm very honored to share with you this week's devotion titled, Love is Perfected in Us. The scripture we're coming from is 1 John 4.12, which reads, No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. The word perfected speaks to the action of making something complete or mature. And in this scripture, what is being perfected is God's love. This phrasing, his love is perfected in us as we love one another, implies that God's love is made complete or mature here on this earth through us, through mankind. The idea that the Apostle John in his latter years of his life is leaving with the growing and struggling church is that in order for people to experience the perfected love of God here on this earth, his love must live in and flow through people. Essentially, Though God is perfect and his love is perfect, the love of God cannot be fully experienced on this earth, perfected without us. Can you imagine that? That as powerful and as special as God's love is, he has chosen to make it impossible for someone to experience it fully without us. The Lord very intentionally factored us into the equation. And he chose to partner with us here on this earth so that all of mankind can experience his love. This scripture is saying that to experience the perfected love of God, love cannot exist only in a supernatural, private and personal experience with the God no one has ever seen. But the perfection of his love is manifested here on this earth through relationship and community through us loving one another. I know it seems simple and even very, very foundational. I know, we get it. But sometimes I think we can passively cut ourselves out of the equation because we think that we are not that important and that if God wanted people to feel loved, then he would just do it. 
But the reality is, he chose to make our love toward one another a vital component to the way his love is experienced here on earth. You matter. Not just for how people show you love or how you are able to experience his love, but for how love is perfected in you as you love others. It's wild to think that the divine creator would be so intentional to ask such flawed people to hold such a vital role. The caveat here is that in order for us to play this role, it is absolutely, it absolutely cannot be something we do in our own strength out of our own goodness or our own kindness. We need to know God's way of loving others because when we rely on our own methods, we can easily become exhausted, defeated, and disappointed. John explains God's way as he recollected the powerful words of Christ in his gospel account. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. John 15, 9. Those are the words of Jesus. Jesus is telling them that he knew the love of the Father. And from that love, he loved people. He loved John. He loved us. In this scripture, Jesus, Jesus encourages the people to abide in his love. Then later in the chapter, he commands the people to love one another. He is showing that the way to love is to first abide. Abide means to sit in it, to rest in it, to move in it, to live in it. In this passage of John 15, the word abide is used at least nine times. This is significant because it shows that the Lord Jesus doesn't want his people to gloss over this part of his love. He knows that loving is hard. He knows what it feels like to be rejected and talked about. He knows the pain of being misunderstood and overlooked. He understood that we would wrestle with loving others because in theory, love is all rainbows and butterflies. But in reality, loving is hard. It's hard for a lot of reasons. Reasons that can surely justify a get out of jail free card when it comes to loving others especially those who are hard to love. Some of these reasons can be hurt, pain, fear, abuse, rejection. Yet, Jesus pairs the instructions to love with the admonition to abide in his love first. Our ability and our willingness to abide in his love directly affects our ability to love others and for his love to be perfected. Our ability to love others like Jesus loved, authentically and unselfishly, is not hinged on our demeanor or our personality or even trauma, but it's connected to us abiding daily in his love. Abiding is more than an encounter or a feeling. It is choosing to love, declaring the truth of his love. It is building up our faith to believe that we are worthy of his love and that it's real. Good indicators of areas in our own lives that have not been permeated by the love of God 
are the people or circumstances that most challenge our ability to give love. For example, if you're having a hard time giving financially to others or showing your love with your money, it is usually an indicator that when it comes to your finances, you have not allowed God's love to abide there. There is still possibly a blockage in your life that says, I don't really know if God loves me enough to cover my money. Or I don't know if I really trust that God cares about my finances, even though he knows I have needs. This is likely an area in your life to take to the Lord and search his word to show you how he loves you in that area. Then abide in that truth. Abide in his love for you and his care for your worldly needs. Because he truly loves us and there are no areas that are off limits. When you do this, watch how dramatically this changes how you give and how you love others with your finances. So what does abiding in God and in God's love look like for you? If you find yourself wrestling with someone, is it possible with loving someone? Is it possible that there's an area in your life that you have not let God's love into? Please trust that God's love is unfailing. God wants us to face our fears and love each other passionately, but it will not be at our expense. It may be hard and it may hurt a little or a lot, but when we love with his love, we are filled We are not left high and dry. We live a life free, unapologetically loved by our creator. And with an awareness that we are in his perfect will and his love is perfected in us. That's good. Thank you so much for joining us um, on this devotion. I pray that you are blessed by this. And I look forward to um, sharing with you more devotions and more interviews. So you definitely want to subscribe so you don't miss anything. This season is going to be all about love. And I know that our hearts will be transformed as we begin to explore together in detail what the Lord is showing us about love. And so... If you want to get more involved, you can definitely check us out also on um, YouTube. We have some more teachings that break this down a bit more. You can subscribe to us there. You can also find us on Instagram and you can find all of this at the hub of everything, which is our website at www.untilwearise.org. You can email us from there. You can check out all our, our events including things like girls night out, which is just a wholesome night out with some girls. We've gone bowling. We've gone to the movies. We've done um, just dinner. You definitely want to be a part of that. Um, We also have We See You Kitchen, which is our food outreach program in South LA, where we serve a hundred, a hundred meals every Saturday. You want to be a part of that. And the ways that you can do that is you can reach out to us, but first go to our website and find us on there so you can see all the ways that you can get involved. All right. God bless you. And remember until we arise, what won't change? 
what in our communities, what in our families, what in our lives will stay the same until we arise. Thank you.